Hey, motherfucker. Hey, motherfucker. Shut up, I'm So when you were in St. Louis, you were in a movie. Two of them. Two of them. Feature presentations. Oddly enough, in the time since, I've tried to find them and I have no success. I can't find them either. So the two movies. So what what was the first movie? The first movie was called Amateur Hour. That sounds apt for you. And I was a desk clerk at a sleazy hotel. Well, given your job history, that sounds pretty accurate. So how did you come about this uh, this part? How did you find out about it? I was sitting there. I didn't have a job, uh, oddly enough, at the time. You're kidding. And I was bored out of my skull. So I w- uh, this is how bored I was. I started looking at the paper. The, what the paper? Newspaper. The newspaper. Was that the local St. Louis newspaper or what? Yeah, whatever it was. All right. You know. And I just came across this ad that they were open auditions for this movie that they were going to film in St. Louis. This would have and, been on Craigslist a couple of years later. Okay. Yeah, maybe, but it was in the local paper. Okay. Stop Stop trying to cheapen my experience. <laughs> you don't fucking know. All right? <laughs> my apologies, sir. Yeah, okay. You're getting out of hand now. All right. So I said, well, it was the same day you had to go down there. And I said, all right, well, I'll go down there. I have literally nothing else to do. So I went down there, and it was like, you know, like a theater or warehouse kind of a thing. And there were a lot of people in there. A lot. A lot of bored people. In, yeah. And you walk in, you say, okay, you know, what are you here for? And you tell them, and they say, okay. You had to go over to this table, and they had all the, you know, like a stack like of each part. You know, you pick the one you wanted, and then you would audition in that part. You mean they had a stack of scripts for each part? Yeah. Well, you know, Xerox copies of all the whatever lines you wanted to say. So Okay. So I went and I immediately picked the one that was just one page and it only had three or four lines on because I figured, well, how, how do you screw this up? <laughs> Got to love that <laughs> confidence. Yeah, well, you know, I'd never done it before. So the, I'm sitting there watching these guys and they're like, they're acting in the hallway and they're, you know, doing all this nonsense. And the, the description of the character was the desk clerk at this hotel. And the description of the guy was... You know, disheveled, and you can tell by looking at him, he hates his job, hates his life, and could not care less what you're doing. And I laughed, and I thought, oh, okay, I've had that job for the last 15 years. <laughs> I, I am this guy. Yeah. Uh, believe me, if I, I know how to not care about whatever your problem is. So the name of the so, character was Matt Powers. Basically. So I, <laughs> I thought I had to memorize it, so I'm trying to memorize it while th- these guys are just... I don't know. They're like doing a whole show in front of me in the hallway. Uh-huh. So they finally, you know, they call me in there. I, I mean, it took a long time. So I go in there and they said, well, and you get up on this little stage and there's like three or four people sitting at a table. They said, do you have a, any, you know, a resume or pictures? And I went, no. <laughs> so, they said, give me some head shots. <laughs> right. So they said, okay, this woman at the table is going to read with you, the little scene being the other person. And I read it in such a deadpan, I don't give a fuck voice that the the guy next to her started to laugh. And I thought, well, uh, I must really be messing it up. I don't know what I'm doing. Because I thought he was laughing at me. And he goes, uh, can you do that again? You know, and, and I said, okay. 
you know, welcome to whatever hotel, you know, just whatever the line was. And I was just completely dead with like, a, you know, the thousand yard stare and whatever. <laughs> well, the, the guy was laughing again. I'm thinking, man, this, maybe this was a mistake. I don't I don't know why he's laughing at me. So he said, hold on a second, you know, and they talked amongst themselves for a second. And the guy goes, thank you very much. That was fantastic. Ken, is this a good phone number for you? And I said, yeah, that's my you know cell phone. And he goes, would you would be willing to come back and do this again if we need? And I said, yeah, sure. Well, you know, I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> so about a day or so later, they called me and I go down there and they said, okay, well, here's the part. And he goes, would you mind reading this with a couple of the guys we're thinking of picking to be the lead in this movie? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I don't care. Well, you know, all right. <laughs> so he gives me the paper and it's there's it's like double what I had last time. And I'm like, oh great. Okay. And <laughs> You're I'm going like, in I'm with gonna... the great attitude. Yeah. And I'm thinking and I I must apologize. I was like, look, I'm sorry, I don't you know, I've never I didn't know what I was doing. He goes, No, 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 you were fantastic. So they made me do it again with about three or four of these guys come in and I, every time I tried <laughs> I cared less and less. I could tell, like, one guy that was doing it was getting visibly nervous because I truly wasn't, I was just staring at him, reading the paper, like, you know, welcome to the Fleabag Hotel, you know, whatever it was. And then they ran through it, and they, they're still laughing at me. <laughs> and he goes, all right. <laughs> After about the fourth guy, they could, and they said, listen, do you, they said, you know, this is our schedule, or do you really, you want to be in this part because we'd like you to be this guy. And I said, yeah, does that mean, does that mean I'm in the movie? And he goes, yes, I would like you to be in the movie. I've never seen anybody so dead. <laughs> and just reading it so flat. You give absolutely nothing. And I'm like, well, I have this, you know, I've had this job. So <laughs> This has been my life my entire life. Yeah, this is my whole career at this point. This is method acting, sir. Oh, boy. This is, this is <laughs> acting from life. So I go home, and then uh, they call me, I don't know, it was about a week later after they finished picking everybody, I guess, I don't know. And they told me, okay, be here downtown at such and such a date, you know. I said, okay. The day comes, I go down there, and it's some old hotel that had been closed, I guess. It looked like it was shut down. Sexy. I know. So I go in there, and it looked <laughs> like a sleazy, crappy hotel. And they said, you know, and I said, let's get you into, you know, costume or you know whatever it was it was a maid's outfit <laughs> and basically yeah. i was dressed as the gimp so, <laughs> wake up the gimp so they go over to this and i'm like wow this is a whole big production they got lights and shit everywhere and whole big table of food and people running all over the you place you fucking man. rube yeah i'm like it's wow, a big production is- they got lights and food oh yeah i'm expecting a guy with a camcorder i don't know this is like a legit deal. <laughs> so I go over to this chair and this girl's put makeup on me and I had to tie my hair back and they put a little hat on me. And Did you and we're going to grind. <laughs> yeah, basically. And uh, <laughs> the guy comes over and he goes, listen, I got I got a, would you mind smoking a cigar during the scene? And I went, yeah, I guess I don't care. And he's like, well, you don't have to inhale it or anything. You just you have to have it lit in your hand, so it looks like you've been smoking a cigar while this guy comes up here. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And he goes, okay. And one more thing, we got a couple, we got about 20 minutes before we can we're ready for you. But I hope you don't mind. But I expanded your part. So when I first got it, it was about maybe two lines, two or three lines. 
The second time when I was reading with those other dudes, it was about maybe six or seven. Now the guy's giving me the real deal. It's like 15, 18 lines. I mean, it's a good two pages worth of crap. And I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know if I can memorize this in 20 minutes. And he goes, no, no, don't worry. We'll just do it line by line. He goes, because, and I said, what happened? And he goes, dude, you were so, you were good. We needed you to be longer. We extended this scene because you were so good. And I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> and then I turned to the girl and I said, excuse me, I need a latte right now. <laughs> so, my chair does not have powers on it. Exactly. Where's my trailer? <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm watching them all. And what was cool is they had this big giant camera thing. The guy was sitting on it and it was on train tracks. Right. And they're sliding it around. He's got a big guy with a fishing pole with a microphone on it and all this crap. And I'm like, holy, holy shit. So I'm sitting there and I'm trying to read the, you know, I was eating a sandwich too because they had all this free food. So I go, okay, you're ready. Do you think you're ready? And I went, I'm as ready as I'm going to be. All right. So they put me in this little booth that's like the desk clerk booth. The movie is called Amateur Hour because it's about a TV show called Amateur Hour. It's like a variety show that this guy wants to get on as a comedian. So when he comes to the big city, so to speak, to be on the show, he comes to the sleazy hotel and I'm the desk clerk. So when they come up, they have the TV on. It's like an old black and white variety show. And I'm supposed to be laughing at it and smoking a cigar and not paying attention to when he walks up. You know, they go, okay, go. And he comes up and he says, hello. And I said, welcome to the whatever hotel and just stare at him. And then I immediately start w looking at the camera because it's sliding around on the train tracks. <laughs> Every time the thing started moving, I was like, mm. <laughs> like eyeballing the cameras. Is going, and they go, stop, 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 you know. And, it, and he goes, I said, I, I said, I didn't know the thing was going to move. I'm, just, I'm sorry, it's very distracting. I don't know, what, you know. I did it like three times. So I said, all right. I said, I'm sorry. I'll focus. You know, pay attention. So I did it, and then I had to do it maybe two more times because I tripped over a word or something like that, or. I, we did the whole thing, and he goes, fantastic, boom, we're done. That was great. And I kept saying, man, I'm sorry I, I screwed it up so many times. And he goes, are you kidding me? That was nothing. Because I, I had screwed it up a good six, seven times, eight times, either tripping over word or looking at the microphone or watching the camera move. Well, you can't be too upset with an amateur. It's called amateur hour. Right. Well, I thought I was messing up. You know, there was all these people, you know, staring at me. and I'm Judging you. That's right, they were. And, uh, but yeah, I did it, and they said, thanks very much, and I loaded up a free bag of food, and I left. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's the common theme your whole life, pillowcase of so, food. A month or so later, they sent me this thing in the mail, and I, ha I still have it somewhere. But it was like a press packet about the movie, and it was like a, a flyer for the premiere, and they had the, you know, like a couple of tickets. And on such and such a date, they wanted me to go down there because they were having the premiere of the movie. And they called me and said, are you making sure we want you to go? And I said, oh, of course I'm going to go. And he said, well, just you don't have to wear a suit or anything, but just dress nicely or, you know. And I said, <laughs> no okay. yellow leopard spotted boots. Please. No leopard spotted. Well, those <laughs> boots were gone by this time, sadly. But I did wear my best uh, Kiss t-shirt. No. <laughs> oh, I figured it was going to be Mighty Mouse. No, that shirt was gone too at that time. But. <laughs> I, no, I did. I wore like a, you know, like a college shirt and I dress up nice and you go down there and it's like a legitimate thing. I had to walk, you know, in front of everybody. There was a reddish carpet. 
I don't know if there was or not. I don't remember that part. But I do know you had to walk specifically in a certain pattern because you were in the movie. And they were talking to the local reporters or whatever it was. And somebody asked me what I did, and I said security. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Nobody asked me anything after that. And then I went into the theater, and of course they had free drinks and fucking food. And you got another down. pillowcase of food. <laughs> Damn straight, I was chowing down and uh, getting some free beverages, and went in there and watched the movie. And it was really cool to see myself with a giant, you know, six foot head on the screen doing it. <laughs> So I actually got to watch myself in the movie, and I only saw it that one time. And they said, "Oh, thank you." And you know, it was—I was, had a blast. I had a really good time. It's the same yeah. as everybody else who uh, saw that movie that night. It's the only time they saw it. Yeah, probably. I don't know if it was or not. But I kept calling them. I said, "Man, uh, can I get a copy of this? I want to—you know—let me buy one. I'll buy a video. I just because I'm in it. It's a good souvenir." And they said, "Yeah, sure. Well, you know, soon as something, something or whatever." And. Uh, I never, I could never get a hold of them again after that. And I got offered, believe it or not, because I was in that movie, I was eligible to join the Screen Actors Guild. Oh, and it's a good thing you didn't, because you would have lost so much money. Oh yeah, they wanted four, four hundred, over four hundred dollars just to join. Yeah. And then I had monthly dues and all that kind of crap. I'm like, I'm not doing this unless you're going to guarantee me getting on a TV show or something. You know, all those TV shows that are on in St. Louis. Yeah, but I could. I was eligible to get on it. And then two guys that were there saw the movie, and they made these goofy horror movies, these low-budget horror movies. And then they called me, and they said, hey, are you the guy that was the desk clerk? And I said, yeah, that was me. And he goes, would you want to be in a horror movie? And I went, yeah, sure. You know, What's it pay? And it was the same as the first one. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Free food. And, it gave you a free rice. pillowcase for the food. <laughs> <laughs> a whole tray of Subway finger sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> I went down to their offices and I met met these people. And they said, yeah, we saw the Amateur Hour movie and you were really good in it. And I'm like, really? I was talking five minutes, but okay. And they said, well, you ever been in a horror movie? And I said, no. I had to pretend I was in something like a warehouse with no light. And I was hearing creepy noises or just something stupid. That sounds embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, but I did it. And they said, okay, you're in. And, uh, <laughs> you did it. You're in. <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, the price was right. So in that movie, my character was named The Pill Pusher. Hmm. Yes, and I had two scenes in that one. In the first scene, I actually got to see a naked girl. Hey, now. Because, yeah, she was my one of my workers or hookers or whatever it was. Oh, and I walk in the room and I say, hey, bitch, she's in the shower. Nice. Right. There's one of those, you know, five minute shower scenes. And then I walk in and say something. <laughs> Watching her get all soaked up. And, you know. This is a real B movie horror thing. Was there any urination? <laughs> no, nothing like that. So there maybe was it was a, a penthouse movie. German. Yeah, there was a guy barking in German. <laughs> Scheiße. But in that one, I got to wear my own clothes. So I was wearing my own leather jacket and black t shirts and. Please tell me, yellow leopard spotted boots. No, those boots God were gone. Those boots never made it out of, out of Hollywood. They they fell apart. There's not one picture of those boots. I want a picture. I do have pictures of them. Oh. I have a band picture where I'm wearing them. Oh, you got to send it that to me. That's where fantastic. It looks like I'm humping a, a statue of a dog. <laughs> I don't care what you're doing. Well, I do it's care a little unnatural. bit, but <laughs> so, what's that? Something unnatural. <laughs> 
Wouldn't be the first time. All right. But anyway, that's the first scene. And then, you know, and then the next scene I'm in is where I'm out on the street in the middle of the night and the pill pusher gets killed by the monster in the movie. So they had this big thing in a monster outfit and I get stabbed with like a big giant sword and I get killed. What did the monster look like? He had like a rubber mask on, but it wasn't like a Bigfoot type of monster. It was just like a guy looked like he was all burnt up or crazy or, you know, something like that. Like he could have been but, tipping a dollar at good guys? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. I said, holy shit, it's the mirror. It's me as a younger man. Thank you. You are a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy in the monster suit had to stand on a box or a little platform because I was taller than he was. And it didn't look right because yeah, I sure. can't be bigger than the monster. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Otherwise, why is he killing me? It should be the other way around. But that time they had a cam, they had the cameras on the train tracks and all that shit. But it didn't bother me this time because I knew what to expect. So you kept your golly internal. Exactly. <laughs> the second time around, they did not have the big tables full of food, and I was so disappointed. That sucks. And I, I immediately called my agent and <laughs> and went hungry for a week. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> you know, I was like, "Where's the where's the sandwiches, man?" Yeah, they're down at the subway. We'd go get one. <laughs> I never saw that one because I moved before that one came out. So, Do you know if there was a premiere? Yeah, they did email me and tell me when the premiere and all that crap was. But I had moved on at that point. But I, was, you know, I couldn't go. I bet when, you, uh, when they found out you couldn't arrive, they just canned the whole movie. Put it right in the Probably. trash. They said, that's it. The star can't be there. Preacher I brought a Shakespearean bent to uh, getting rammed with a sword. Hey, now. <laughs> i knew it was that kind of movie now the day the day i was there when the chick was in the shower i screwed up on a couple times on purpose because she opens up you know I, I i remember the first line was hey bitch you know supposed to be a tough guy and she opens the curtain and i just went god damn <laughs> 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 and they said stop stop you can't say that and i said oh yes i can because she was an attractive girl well, I don't think they're going to put a dog in the shower scene. That doesn't make much sense, does it? She didn't even have a head. I was just staring straight at her tits. <laughs> <laughs> I say, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> she laughed. She said, well, thank you. That's very flattering. Went, it's going to be a very different movie in a minute. You keep talking to me. <laughs> it's going to be a felony. <laughs> yeah. Already I got ringing in my ears. <laughs> you, want a, you want a movie monster? It's coming. <laughs> Right now. Literally. I will release the Kraken. You're going to need a shower after I'm done with it. And then the monster got very tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ate a sandwich and went to bed. Needed to sleep. <laughs> I immediately went, you know, from tough guy to, you know, giggling baboon. Like a 12 year old. Hey, look at the boobies. <laughs> boobies of course you know she's getting in the movie because she's the uh, whatever the guy's girlfriend or because she's got tits that's why he's she's his girlfriend yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's willing to get naked in a d-level movie oh how about this i don't think there ever i don't think there was film in the camera i think he was desperate to bang her and this was all a ruse just to get in her pants yeah i don't doubt it and i would have said well that's a, that's genius because <laughs> i'm pretty sure it worked I need to check your temperature. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very yeah. accurate thermometer in my pants. 
That's right. We need COVID protocols <laughs> right now. But yes, that is my short and brilliant movie career. Oh, well, you know what? I They were asking me what kind of experience you had, and I didn't want to say nothing because I was in extras when I was in California. Sure. People on the street, they always needed somebody so you could just walk around or just be in it. I said, yeah, I did that. And then I'm, you know that uh, thing we did at Mike's apartment? Matt TV? Well, I mentioned that, and I said, yeah, that was like a public access show. Did you mention that uh, that one of the guests was an 18-year-old exposing his butt? <laughs> <laughs> no, I left that part out. Well, someone else. the part out where you did not touch the, the applause button. Where someone else was pulling my cheeks apart to make it talk, and it's probably got my butthole showing. <laughs> We need to we need to submit that to the Oscar committee. <laughs> you were you were Ace Ventura long before he did. It. Ace Ventura never showed his butthole. That's right. But yeah, I mentioned that show to, as experience, like I knew what I was doing. I had no clue. Yeah, which goes to show you just need to be open to whatever the universe shows, and then you get in all kinds of wacky crap. But there you go. That's my whole uh, movie time adventure. I think uh, most people who have a uh, movie experience story probably involved uh, like a, a bang van. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bang van. No, there was nothing like that. One-way mirror, something like that. So I immediately walked around with a cape and a brave for a couple of weeks <laughs> after the premiere, hoping that somebody would recognize me at the mall, but no one did. Did so, you wear an ascot? Uh, no, I didn't think of that. I should have. <laughs> You walked around part like Elvis. The perfect old man accessory, the big ascot. You were part Elvis, part Charlton uh, Heston. Yeah, and I just walked around like I was extremely busy and had no time to talk to you. Excuse me. And I just walked real fast. <laughs> you whipped out your uh, Star Trek phone, the flip phone from the mid-90s, <laughs> and said, get me Darren McGavin on the phone. That's right. Best. I don't have time to talk to you. I had to wing out to the coast. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, I'm talking with Matt Powers and Larry King God. Available on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Radio.